0: Before we get started, I have a huge ask. Copy this link and share it with someone who you know it would benefit. If it's helped you, I know it will help them. And plus, because podcasts, they spread through word of mouth, it means the world to me. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to Biz Body. This is Keith here on, geez, it's Tuesday already. Oh gosh, man, that... After the weekend, it just seemed to go straight by. And I'm going to cut to the chase here today because this is another micro episode. And this is about tuning, like you're like calibrating your body. And the reason that this episode hits so hard because there's a couple of different instances where uh, tuning myself happened uh, almost instantaneously. And it was interesting because as exercise professionals, we think about how um, how long it takes somebody to learn something, but then it, it, sometimes it, we talk about like a ten thousand hour rule, like in Daniel Coyle's book, and I, I know it has a different um, name to it specifically with a ten thousand hour rule that that he that he uh, Daniel Coyle talks about in um, in, in his book with um, Anders Ericsson's work with how long it normally takes world class people to get good at something. Well, then there's also quick potential, like short-term potentiation, and or uh, potentiation being something that drastically changes how your body responds to a stimulus in a short period of time. Just I mean, think about it. Like if you got, if you were frozen in your tracks, if you had this sympathetic response, or you had this this autonomic response, where all of a sudden you're terrified, what would your body do? I mean, you, it will learn really, really fast because like, you want to survive. You, you don't like fear. Your body tunes really quickly to fear and sometimes that can that can wreak havoc on a body like in um, a mind right? P- PTSD and and with that post-traumatic stress disorder it comes in many different um, shapes and sizes well it, it could also happen in, in a different way right where all of a sudden um, Something's brought to your attention and it drastically changes changes your perception of something and your body is finely tuned to it, like finally tuned to it. Not finally, but fine. It's it's like a fine-tuned adjustment to that stimulus. And what what um, what this reminded me of was um, there <laughs> I think it just takes an outside observer. In 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 our shop. At body activation, what's interesting is that there are times where we'll go through, say, a a, um, a position. Right, somebody just right off the top of my head. Right, say someone goes through hip abduction when they're lying supine on the table. Like they're on the table uh, or on the ground, and they're they're gonna bring their leg out to the side. So hip abduction. And from there, I brace the opposite leg. And I'm like, okay, push push your left leg left, and they just they. They can't do it. Like they just can't push it left. They don't have a, enough torque in that that configuration in order to push left. But then from there, I'm like, okay, now hold it there and stop me from pushing while you you keep pushing left. And all of a sudden, they get better at pushing left. And in that idea of motor learning or potentiation becomes a, a tuning process. Well, this is even crazier. Like, what if all of a sudden you change? Um, you change the wording of that. So the words link to a specific tuning of the entire body, like what Gabrielle Wolf was talking about, where all of a sudden you're like, okay, now I want you to intrinsically squeeze and hold this position and and if you push on and perturb that limb, it, it doesn't have much torque generation abilities can't really hold that position but then you say okay now shove left and all of a sudden um force generation go up like 20 to 50 percent depending upon uh the configuration and depending upon um how they feel so like just the words molecularly tuning the output and the feedback loop of the organism instantaneously it it, it there was um a a quote from uh, Lisa Feldman Barrett in How Emotions Are Made, where she talks about like the, the body can tune itself faster than a heartbeat. And what she was referring to in the context was there was a there was a tribe that didn't know what what happy meant, because I didn't have like a word for happy. Then when somebody um, helps someone Feel a certain feeling, and then said the word "happy." They're like, "Oh, oh!" So like that instantaneous learning. And this happened also to me just recently. Or you know, there was, and this is um, this was fascinating. Like I want to have really deep relationships. Right, like I, it's important to me. And and there's no more. Um, there's no bigger relationship to me than my family. And, and what was interesting is that there was this one point in time where, um, where my family pointed out to me that I was annoyed with certain things, like annoyed with, with people of my family, you know, my immediate family. And, and, and I was like, man, I, I felt it. I felt that annoyance. It was weird. It was really weird. And I was like, and, and then it was brought to my attention, like, do you ever feel annoyed when you were growing up or did your dad ever feel and I'm like man that's what I felt all the time growing up like I didn't want to annoy or or tick off my father I didn't want I wanted to do the right things and it completely was how I was envisioning um racing a family it was crazy or how I would feel with my expectations of other people which then put a whole new spin on that feeling like well what is going on with my expectations? Why do I feel annoyed? What's the purpose? Tune in so that I can change my behaviors, and once I change those thoughts and those feelings and those behaviors, start changing everything around me started to change. So I, I hope that this um, this helps because it wasn't with it wasn't until someone pointed out to me that there was this annoyance right, or this, this feeling um, that, that could be changed that I could think about what was going on, just like the person that was on the ground that couldn't figure out going left. So that observer or that coach or that someone else that can help point out different ideas to then finally tune your system in order to, to, to leapfrog ahead, of where you're at, especially if you if you want to grow in a certain direction, you want to change, I wouldn't call it growth, want to change in a certain direction, it's a really big deal because if your goal is to be a, a top-rate practitioner, then you know, finding other top rate practitioners that are doing really amazing work and finding out what they're doing in order to get in that direction and and is it right for you? Is are, are those are those mechanisms the, the right mechanisms that work for you? Do you calibrate yourself the right way? Do you run your business and practice the same way? Are you marketing the same way? Are you establishing relationships the same way? Those are all super important to your view of your practice, which then Gets put back to your body view, which gets put back to your worldview. So, if this helps anyone out there, where you're at, um, I, I hope that this is not go um, isn't too, I guess, uh, woo woo. And, and I, I hope that there are some actionable items out there. So, surround yourself with good people. Um, if you if you can't pay for it, get a coach. Help them figure. Help have them help you figure out which direction to go. Create those actionable items. Feel what's happening. Know that it's working because you feel it working, and and go back into that. Have a debriefing system so that you know the change that is happening, and if it's getting closer to where you want to go towards that worldview, body view, and the vision of the future that you want to create for your practice. So, have a happy, happy, productive Tuesday, Keith. Out. See you next time.